This is the Picnic Pod with Georgia and Alex. Hey guys, it's Georgia here. I am doing a solo episode today. At time of recording, it's a Sunday night. I'm about to embark on my second week of placement. So the reason I'm doing a solo app is to just give you guys a bit of an update as to how I'm going. And then Alex is going to do one herself next week. So um, if you haven't already noticed, the last few episodes that we've uploaded have actually been pre-recorded and we thought it would be a good idea to bring you guys up to speed and kind of give you a bit of a real time, I guess, check-in um, because I've had a lot of questions as to how placement is going. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd answer a lot of them on here, but also give you guys just a bit of an update as to how I'm going. Okay, so as I said before, I am about to start week two of my clinical placement and that is at Bundaberg Hospital. So Bundaberg is about three and a half hours from where I live in the Sunshine Coast. So I did that drive by myself and to be fair, it was a lot easier than I expected. Um, and where I'm staying is with a beautiful retired couple who um, live in Bundaberg, obviously. <laughs> and the um, lady who I'm staying with is kind of old school friends with my mum so classic mum on Facebook she connected with her and um, yeah they were so kind in offering me a room at their house which is really close to the hospital which means I don't have to pay double rent um, which is a godsend so um, I'm still paying like my weekly rent at Sunny Coast but it means I'm luckily able to um, stay here for free which is just amazing and I'm completely acknowledging how lucky I am um, so yeah, that's like my living situation here. In terms of how placement is going, so first week is over and um, it was really enjoyable. I thought it would be a lot harder and a lot stressful considering I don't really think I want to work in hospital. So I was pretty nervous as to how I would go. I'm really, really lucky that my supervisor is wonderful and the whole team of dietitians that I am working with are really lovely. So that made me feel super comfortable and excited for the next four weeks um, of being there. So for anyone that doesn't really understand our degree, we have outlined this in previous episodes, but this whole year is clinical placement and public health placement and then a food service placement. So in order to become a dietitian, everyone must complete some competencies um, within each of those kind of placements. So I'm starting the year off with what they call MNT, which is medical nutrition therapy, um, but it's easier if I just call it clinical placement. <laughs> so in terms of how I was expecting placement to go, I prepared, I guess you could say quite a lot. I did bring along like a big folder of resources. In all honesty, I haven't really used it as much as I thought I would. So for any students who are preparing for placement or are just wondering how to prepare, I mean, I'm not really sure what the best way to prepare is. I have a lot of friends who I asked and um, they all kind of said similar or different things because everyone's placement experience is slightly different. So definitely like read over your lectures and um, your notes, sorry, and print out some resources that you think you'll be using quite a lot. I heard back from my supervisor quite late in terms of what wards I would be on. Turns out I'm kind of across everywhere. So <laughs> there was always going to be so much that I needed to, uh, I guess, revise. Um, but they're super um, 
what's the word like they're able to provide a lot of things at the hospital too so we get printer access which has been really handy because it means I haven't had to spend my own money on all the printing stuff so someone asked me if I've had any challenges so far in terms of my placement and not really as a whole it's been a really enjoyable experience so far I haven't felt too lonely or you know bored except the fact that obviously moving to a new place I didn't really know where things were so I've had to do a lot of the exploring on my own which has been kind of nice and I'm really lucky that I worked on a lot of my alone time and feeling okay when I'm alone uh, a few years ago so I'm really comfortable in kind of entertaining myself and filling my own cup as people say so um, on the weekends I've been venturing out to the beach which is one of my favorite things to do obviously go for walks and runs and I find that a really lovely way to explore the area and to come across little you know environments or tracks that you really like so that's been really enjoyable I haven't made too many friends yet um, I'm still yet to do that but I think I will get to know a lot more people as the weeks go on um, and yeah, I just wanted to reinforce the fact that it's really important that as students, we get comfortable with feeling or spending time by ourselves, because especially if you're sent away for placement, um, your weekends are there for you to recharge. And a lot of people are dependent on other people to, you know, feel happy. And of course, I love my friends and family. That's probably the only challenge that I've experienced so far is just being away from them. But um, as I said, you've got to find ways in which that you can entertain yourself and fill your cup. So yeah, that's what I've kind of been doing. If you're following on my Instagram story, you're probably sick of already seeing, um, you know, my sunset runs and my beach swims and everything. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing. As far as finances go, it's really hard for me to comment on this because Obviously, as I said before, I've been really fortunate in scoring free accommodation, um, which isn't always the case. Now, for the last three years, I have been saving as best I can. Obviously, as a student, it's very tricky to save, um, but working part time and, um, you know, putting some money away each week has really meant that this year hasn't been so stressful in terms of finances. I am on Centrelink, so I do get some help there um, again I'm super grateful to receive that of course anyone who is on Centrelink would know that it's not uh, fully sustainable to just rely on that so this year I have had to dip into my savings which I was totally prepared for but so far so good um, I'm actually surprised at how little money I'm spending because obviously being removed from my normal environment where I would be spending a lot more money on food or drinks or, you know, hanging out with my friends. It's meant that in Bundaberg, I'm not really doing that. Um, often the activities that I am doing are free or if I am spending money, it's on groceries, which is obviously a normal thing for me. So yeah, I've actually spent less than I thought I would. That said, I might be spending more. I'm not sure. Obviously this is only week two, so I haven't been here very long. Another thing with finances is a really big tip for me um, to give any other students out there is to apply for scholarships. Now, every time I was hearing about this, I never applied because I just knew I wouldn't be eligible. However, this year or last year when applications were open, I actually did apply and turns out I did get a equity bursary. So that was a thousand dollars. And um Obviously, that's not life changing. It's not going to mean I can rely on that the whole year, but it was definitely a really good 
head start or bonus um, that I could put into this year. So um, I was not expecting it. I just applied thinking, you know what, if they've got this money ready to give out, I may as well try. And yeah, I was really happy to receive that. Um, So even if you think you're not eligible, please apply because even if it is $1,000 or $10,000, obviously any money is a huge bonus to any student out there. So a tip for any other students who are going on to placement next year or something, um, if you haven't already started saving, please do. It will just alleviate a lot of that stress that you'll have. Unfortunately, as far as I know, universities don't really offer too much support in terms of like sending students out to rural placements or to areas. So for Bundaberg, um, there isn't any free accommodation by like the hospital or the uni. I'm pretty sure they only offer it for like doctors. (laughs) So um, yeah, if you are sent to like Harvey Bay or Bundaberg, I'm not really sure about other states of Australia, but um, to my knowledge, there's not much free accommodation left anymore. So in terms of how to find that stuff, how I did it kind of thing I relied not relied sorry I took advantage of my mum's old friends and my parents were great in remembering you know their friends who may have lived in these certain areas just to reiterate so I'm in Bundaberg for these four weeks and then I am back in the Sunshine Coast for five weeks and then I have a placement in Brisbane that goes for five weeks I'm pretty sure and then a placement in Townsville so that's at the end of the year haven't yet sorted out accommodation for that so that's pending the rest of the places um actually haven't sorted out Brisbane either but I yeah think that'll be sorted pretty soon um where was I in terms of finding accommodation definitely ask the uni first because sometimes they do have contacts as to you know if they have offered students accommodation in the past they might have that available for you or if it isn't free it might be at a discounted rate. Um, I do know that some locations of placements they do offer free accommodation but they would tell you that before you're um, sent there I guess. So yeah if you have any sort of contacts, you know, post it on Facebook and get the word out there because securing accommodation that's affordable for you is super important. And I would just suggest trying to find somewhere that is as close as possible to your placement site because as we all know it, petrol is expensive or if you're going to catch public transport, you kind of want it to be close. So um, that's probably my only tip. You don't need a lot. A room is fine. You're spending most of your day at the hospital or at your placement site so yeah I wouldn't worry about trying to secure like a really spacious um, apartment or something of course if you can afford it go for it Um, but yeah I'm pretty much using the room that I'm living in now and that seems to be okay. So in terms of how I'm managing I guess you could say my well-being um, I have been actually setting a goal before sorry I set a goal before I went on placement to really get into running again and the reason that I was always held back from running was I always get recurrent hip injuries I've got very very tight hip flexors um, and you know there's all sorts of ways you can fix that but unfortunately I've tried quite a lot of things there's always a way to improve I totally get that I'm not trying to say I'm perfect at everything and I 
you know, there's nothing I could do about it. But um, what I really struggled with kind of going back into running was the fact that I had to start really small. And, you know, I guess I touched on this in a, a previous episode where comparing yourself to a previous self is really tricky because I used to be a really, really fit person. Running to me was really enjoyable and quite easy, you could say. And now I'm having to really work hard to even run two kilometers. So um, yeah, in order to prevent injury and to actually make sure I sustain my goal of eventually running 10 kilometers, I'm starting very, very small. And I've actually started a running program through the Kick app. So keep it cleaner um, and really enjoying that. So the reason I'm talking about this is because I think on placement, especially when you're away from friends and family, having something on the side that you can work on um, personally is a really good way to keep you, I guess, feeling good. Um, And just a little, what's the word, a little activity you can do on the side so that you're not completely swallowed up by clinical placement because it is a lot, it is exhausting. The whole day you are having to remember everything that's being thrown at you, you have to be on your best behavior, you know, look impressive, um, obviously be eager to learn everything and you're taking in so much information. So I have been currently having a bit of a routine that when I come home from placement, I go get changed and I go straight to the beach where there's a really nice footpath where I'm doing my interval runs through that running program that I mentioned. Um, And this has allowed me to really develop a really nice routine each day. So that's actually something I can look forward to. So I guess as a little reminder to everyone that any goal that you're trying to set try and make it as realistic as possible. I know you hear this all the time. I kind of get sick of people who say, you know, set a realistic goal because it's really hard to know. But for me, um, I had to kind of remove that assumption that I could just run any distance without any issues. (laughs) Obviously, there is going to be some struggle in the beginning because running is really tricky, especially when you've had, you know, you haven't been running for years. So for me, I just started this running program, which pretty much starts off with walking and then you do little runs for let's say 30 seconds and then gradually that increases. So every 30 seconds you're running and then you walk for like a minute, but those times increase or decrease depending on how far into you get into your program. So um, yeah, that would be another tip of mine is to set aside a little goal that you would like to work on especially when you're away from those people that you usually hang out with in the afternoons or on the weekends because you won't really be able to do that. So on placement, I'm actually not there completely by myself. There is another student from my cohort that is with me and um, you can always communicate to your supervisor as to how you guys want to work. So far, we're doing it collaboratively. So we we pretty much are in a pair the whole time and shadowing the dietitian that supervising us for that day Um, and yeah I can't really say too much about that yet obviously it's only been a week. I think what I'm most worried about for this next month or so is kind of going against what I've just been saying but feeling pretty bored doing the same things repetitively. I've been actually really lucky there's been a few of you reach out to me on Instagram with things to do in Bundaberg or Bagara or the surrounding suburbs which is really nice thank you to anyone that has suggested things or even like cafes to go to um I'm really lucky I think my parents are coming up to it's not I think I know they're coming up so this next weekend um my parents are coming up with my dog Maggie who you know that was a complete surprise to me they I wouldn't 
was not expecting them to book anything but they have decided to come up on the weekend and yeah I think we'll hang out so that'll be really nice to see them obviously I'm super excited to see my dog um, and then my partner Tristan is also planning to come up I think the following weekend so um, yeah I think that is really nice too because obviously having that connection with your loved ones is um, important. So I'm really fortunate in that I don't get homesick and a lot of people have been asking me if I miss, you know, X, Y, Z. Of course I do miss, miss um, like my own huge wardrobe and having access to absolutely everything that I hold in my life. But in saying that, it's actually made me realise that I don't need a lot to get through day to day. So obviously living here for a month, I packed a small bag and just had the necessities um, and that's kind of showed me that that's all I really need. So that's been a kind of a good lesson because I think it's made me more motivated to actually throw out some more stuff, which I already have thrown out so much this year. So yeah, that'll be interesting. But um, I think, yeah, I've been really lucky that I don't feel too um, uncomfortable, I guess is the word. Now, in terms of how I'm managing kind of going into what you call full-time work, I guess, placement is the hours of eight to four every day. Some days we finish at 4.30. Um, and a lot of you would know that both Alex and I have only really ever worked casually or part-time because we have always studied since we finished high school. So this is kind of my first time, I guess, getting into a really good routine where I have the same start time every day similar or same finish time every single day and then have the weekend to recharge. Now this is something that I was really actually looking forward to because a lot of my friends have that really consistent routine and I'm always quite envious of people who can you know have the same kind of exercise schedule or just kind of be a lot more rigid in their approach to day-to-day -day life and I've struggled to do that with my current job because a lot of my shifts change and I'm not really having to be at a certain place at, a, at the same time every week or every day. Now I will say it's been hard to adjust because obviously it's quite foreign to me but I've been quite surprised at how easily I've been adapting to that lifestyle and as I said before having that habit of going straight to the beach after placement has really helped me to kind of concrete a good routine and a lot of you would know that my sleep is tragic but I will say I have been going to bed a lot earlier than I usually would so that's really positive and I'm super excited to hopefully get my total hours of sleep to a adequate amount because for years I haven't been able to do that but definitely routine really helps so yeah there's an update in that realm of things. Another piece of advice for any students who are away from home or away from their friends and family is to really take advantage of things like FaceTime, Messenger, whatever you need to communicate to your friends and family. I'm already someone that is on their phone a lot and is always messaging people on all different sort of apps. So for me, being away, that has made that extra important. And whether or not people like it, I have been very um, on top of just always making sure I'm checking in. Obviously with Alex, I'm always talking to her every day. So that's been really nice. We kind of have a debrief between so Alex and a few other friends on placement. And that's been really lovely to just see how everyone's going um, and yeah it makes you feel less alone 
I think I'll finish up there. That actually was just pretty much an episode on placement, but I think it's quite suitable because that's where my life is at the moment. Um, I don't want to sound weird, but if you want to keep up to date, I am always posting quite regularly on my Instagram stories and giving you guys updates on there. But yeah, Alex will be checking in with you all very soon. I hope that was enjoyable and thank you all for still listening if you're still here. Please um, share this episode around to any other students who you think might benefit from this or if you're just enjoying the episode or the podcast in general please share it to your friends it really helps us to get it out there obviously we are doing this independently and yeah it's coming out of our own time which we don't have a lot of at the moment so hope you guys can appreciate that but thank you again for listening Um, this podcast is a lot of hard work behind the scenes that people probably don't know of and we're still getting comfortable with this whole process so yeah I'm really enjoying it, but it is definitely a challenge. (laughs) should have just said that at the start. I will also add that I do have a mailing list. So if you haven't already subscribed, please do. The link is in my bio. Um, Every week I send out an email with a topic that is quite random most of the time. And then a few recommendations as well coming from the community or myself. The mailing list is a really good chance for you guys to get a bit more insight into how I'm going and my life. So definitely subscribe if you haven't already and I would really appreciate it. It's really nice having a bit of a community behind me and yeah, I really enjoy writing those emails as well. Okay, I'll wrap up now. Have a lovely week everyone and we'll see you next week for another episode. This podcast was recorded on Gubby Gubby land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you'd like to support us, join our Facebook group, follow our Instagram and leave the podcast a rating and review.